I'm Lisa Dent. Steve Bertrand is here. Kevin Powell, Mary Vandeveld. And on the phone is Chief Mark Maton. He is the chief of police for Lamont. It's all about the Safety Act. Boy, that was the topic of conversation last week. It continues this week. We've heard from people in law enforcement. We've heard from people who helped write it. We've heard from other politicians, lawyers. Everybody has an opinion, but it's always good to get an understanding of what law enforcement thinks about this. Chief Mark Matan, Matan, I got to get that right. Thank you for joining us. And is one of the issues that bothers people in law enforcement, this trespassing enforcement issue? Well, uh, thank you for having me on. So the section that uh, they passed uh, in January of 21 that becomes effective uh, this coming January and the BNC misdemeanor um, is just uh, from our perspective, it's, it's two lines. It's very unclear. It introduces things, you know, concepts that uh, we've never had uh, um, in Illinois before, like this non-custodial arrest. And so um, I guess I, it'd be easiest if I just read to you the two lines of what this law says. Okay. Um, so what this law says is it says law enforcement shall issue a citation in lieu of custodial arrest. So no custodial arrest upon proper identification for those accused of traffic, class B and C misdemeanors, um, and petty and business offenses, um, unless they pose an obvious threat to the community or have an obvious medical or mental health condition that poses a risk to their own safety. So somebody that's inebriated or, you know, passed out. So that that's what's generated a lot of the controversy is this, this uh, kind of simple thing that uh, um, none of us have any, any idea of exactly what a lot of this terminology means. And, and from, from our perspective as, as, as Illinois chiefs, um, the state's attorneys around the state have several different interpretations of this. And what we're asking for is just some clear guidance. Um, during the, uh, unless you have any questions, I'll kind of continue on. No, we're, we're just intrigued about who is going to make it clear then, because January 1st will be here before you know it. And as a chief of a police, you need to be able to clearly understand it so that you can execute it under the way it's written, I would imagine. When we did have Cam Buckner on, who was one of the people who helped author this, uh, he said that, of course, everything will be changed and looked at and perfected over a certain amount of time. We don't know how much time that means, but how do you put it into act if you don't clearly know what the language is? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think it'll be fixed before January. You know, from the beginning since the passage of the uh of this act, there was a lot of language in here um because of the way it was passed that was un- unclear, ambiguous, it was inconsistently applied and it conflicted with, you know, other parts of the, of the statute. And I think that uh we will get this fixed during the uh trailer bills uh 1 and 2 that uh that they've already passed for other sections that were uh, effective earlier, we actually had some consensus from you know both sides of uh, the group and the legislators that this section needed to be fixed, and it just wasn't done because it wasn't effective uh, yet. And 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 I will make here's my one editorial that I, that I'll make about the uh, um, how this uh, uh, bill was passed. Typically, when bills uh, um, get introduced, they have to go to the Legislative Review Bureau. And uh, so that, that bureau typically takes things and fixes language. Um, they, they ask uh, and, and push back on things 
that uh, are unclear or ambiguous or conflict with other parts of the statute and ask the legislators to come back and uh, fix those things. You know, I can't fault LRB in this instance because they probably had four hours to take this 700 and some odd page uh, bill and try to turn this around um, and and. And now we have what's what's uh, what's left. But we have been able to fix this uh, as we sit down with legislators. And and this week we did sit down with the House and Senate to start the process for the next uh, round of uh, uh, trailer bills. And I and I feel pretty confident that we will get that done and and this this fixed uh, uh, before uh, January one as well. So, Chief, you're saying you think this will be addressed in the veto session? We believe we believe that uh, there is a at least in the House a sincere effort to uh, uh, get this done, and we're starting to we've we've given them um, what our language uh, is uh, is recommended. Uh, we've sat down with the state's attorneys. We know they're meeting with the state's attorneys as well. Um, I think on the pre-trial fairness act, all the bail reform stuff, it may not be enough time, and they'll they'll they'll, uh, they'll push the effective date of that off but some of this other stuff and some of the other things that we're looking for uh, we, we believe that we um, it'll be easy to get the uh, the language fixed who are you, you know, who, are you who, who are you meeting with in the house so so in the house we're meeting with the public safety working group that's uh, chaired by a representative uh, Jahan Gordon Booth you know and it, it um, uh, Natalie Manley, Representative uh, Justin Slaughter, uh, Cam Buckner's on in that group. There was six or seven of them, and we met with uh, them Thursday and and had a good conversation about outlining all all of our concerns. And now we're putting together you know some language to actually get to them that we hope will turn into uh, you know Trailer Bill Three, and then we'll sit down sometime in the next few weeks and with the other stakeholders and actually work on language. Chief of Police for Lamont, Illinois, Mark Maton. Thank you for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. So even though this has become a political football, it seems like you're confident come January 1st, some things that they'll be worked out and that this, do you believe this will be a good act, the Safety Act for Illinois? Yeah, you know, from the beginning of, of this, we haven't said that we were opposed to some of the concepts in there. It was just the the application so that, that it be. Uh, to give clear guidance to the police so that, you know, our folks uh, um, know how to apply it on the street. The uh, we, We've heard a lot of the different interpretations uh, from uh, some of the proponents over the last couple of weeks on the interpretation, for instance, of this section. And what we're saying is, if that's the case, let's just say so in the law so that, that uh, you know, me on the west side of my town and on the east side of my town can and apply it the same way because the state's attorneys don't necessarily agree on how it should be applied. Thank you so much for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. You're welcome. Anytime. That's a chief of police for Lamont, Illinois. Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN, and then we'll te- speak with the lead attorney that uh, represented the woman from Willowbrook who was awarded $363 million in the Sterigenics trial. That happened today, and that's on the way on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.